Bob. Hello. Hello. I still don't know what we're talking about tonight, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't feel as though we have as strong of a plan for this one. Danielle's like, I like talking to my friends, but fine. No, I was just, I do think it is better when we have like a. Well, Bob had an like idea. Like a set thing where, I, um, Bob last, had, like last week's was. Bob really had an exciting idea, I thought. Hang on, I'm adding, who am I adding? How about Sue? Well, I think it's a, it's a way to kind of like have content. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Content's good. Well, and plus, like, I don't know, personally, like, I ah, found myself, stop. like, really looking forward to last week's podcast, like, especially because I knew we were going to be talking about... Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, not saying I don't look forward to it, but... I'm, it's just I'm adding us to the live stream. To look forward to. I'm adding Are we? To the okay. yeah, we can make this, like, part of the, co- the podcast, because people listen, they should know what we're <laughs> sure. talking about. They should know the interview. What are we talking about? I missed it. This is exactly what I love. We're, we're joining we're the live stream. Bob had a really Sue's like, great so idea. what are we doing exactly? That was great. Uh, well, I had just put the editing back on when you called, so I was trying to stop the editing, and I, I could hear Danielle talking, and I was like, oh, wait. Am I listening to it live or am I listening to the edit? I, I did that the other day. I threw on the one I just edited and Danielle's talking on the podcast. I thought that was her reacting to the edit. So that was kind mm-hmm. of fun. Um, oh, so I still have to put episode 57 out, do I? Don't I? I listened to that, by yeah. the way. How'd I do? You did very well. In fact, I actually had one. Of, I haven't had a laugh out loud moment in a while from the podcast. Bob is the or is it, huh? No, too. I can hear Bob. Oh, you are? The, it was really funny. It was like Bob was talking like this, and all of a sudden he was getting further away from That's the That's your headphones, because I can hear him fine. That, that was just really funny. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Bob. Tell us the laugh out loud I, moment. I'd say how uh, Ryan and I were bantering about like how he edits the episodes. I'm like, you don't edit episodes. And Dan's like, you don't edit episodes. And then he's like, yeah, I edit episodes. And then he comes in as the editor, and he's like, joke's on me. I'm editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, then at one point, I do that really annoying thing I do where I'm like, editor, drop this in. And I used to hate it when Death Roll did that because he would do it every four minutes. It's like, editor, <laughs> drop in the original version. And now you did it. Um, and I'm like in a library in Boston trying to find the damn thing because I have to drop it in. And finally, I just get annoyed and like, Edit out Death Roll telling me to drop the thing in. So then that's no the best way to do it. And then no one will know. So Except they do. Yeah, they do because they've just confessed <laughs> it. So last week, Jem was supposed to come on to say hi, and her phone was turned off. And I checked, and after the fact, she said she went to see a play of some sort about whales, something. I'm not sure. Jen is taking like a. It was I, Besides the fact that she's a death trap. Well, I say this to Danielle all the time. We, I always have difficulty reaching her because if she doesn't see, if she doesn't recognize the phone number, she doesn't answer the phone. Right. With her job, she has to keep her phone off a lot. And then she'll have it on. on She's not supposed to have it on her. And then she'll put her phone on silent and forget about it. So I've always said, I do not want you to be my emergency contact because by the the time you realize I'm missing, like, I'm, I'm, like, I don't need you anymore. So it's, I hate to say it, I'm thinking of having my mother do it. Yeah, but she doesn't answer the phone half the time either. She does more. She's one of those people, if I was choking, she would stop giving me the Heimlich to check the phone because it might be something more important. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Just, it's just, I'm just saying, if you call and she gets another call, she's going to hang up Well, with that's you. the thing. But I'm her first call until something All better right. comes along. All right, whatever. What are you reading right now? You're very rapt. Um, uh, the synopsis of Doctor Who? Yeah. Rise of the Cybermen. This, is it synopsis or synopsis? Three, two of them. Well, I was reading one, so it would be synopsis. I feel like John Noe in the Horgree. See, look at that. I'm topical. Okay. Bob, I want to play the Walking Dead game. Did again. you um, like, see that later. I posted? Well, you're more than welcome to play it on your own terms. I'm, I'm you... going to do I'm, I think I'm going to play it on Saturday morning. You don't morning. need my permission. I, I, yeah, but I like to let you know what I'm doing. What's it? Well, I, I appreciate that. 
Mm-hmm. Have, have you, you finished the first chapter, right? Yes. Chapter two, they all seem hungry from the preview. Chapter two is the moment where, oh, God, this is amazing. <laughs> like, it goes from being like a good game to being a great game from well, a story I, perspective. Well, I'm very saddened because in listening to the episode I just said, the episode 57 was when I'm describing my skills at playing the game. And it's like, <laughs> and I took out the gun and I hit the wrong button. And instead of shooting him with the gun, I showed them the gun. He didn't there we go. For he was a zombie, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to handle something. It was even. fun to, when you were just like, and I hit it on the head and it came back, and I hit it on the head and it came back. I did. Why won't this undead thing die yeah. again? Yeah, I couldn't figure out the narrative reason for that. I don't it get it. It seems superfluous. It just there was there was a lot to it there. Uh, that was a fun podcast, though. I, I did enjoy myself. Yeah, you know I, what you I really was. liked? I wasn't there for the middle third. Yeah. You weren't? No. I, we talked about Star Wars. It was Star Wars. I went and got coffee. Oh. By the way, when I make coffee on the podcast, it's really loud. You laughed. I didn't realize you had left. Yeah, you were loud. It was, well, yeah, because you can hear me punch the Keurig, mm-hmm. and then, like, you can hear me throw the pot away, and then oh. you can hear, yeah. It's, well, hey, you're editing this one, so it's on you. This is true. <laughs> Joke's on me. I'm editing. But anyway, you know what would be a great thing to do right now? Start, start, start the go. show. Start the show. Come in, Bob. Come in. I <laughs> think he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. I'll see you in the podcast, pointofviewweekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk. Me angry. Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not. I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> that should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, Dark Press! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! 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 <laughs> this is awesome. I, Bob! It's so funny. Ryan comes in like at random points and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. We should turn the cameras on. Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his bones. But he is lovely. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? Like, no, I Texas don't. So. Then we'd just be Mexico again. Why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. Where is Sue? penis. So, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. <laughs> not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear clothes. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking I tried. tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because it's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. And I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yawn. I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products? Products? <laughs> oh, wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this all time. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Till podcast release. Wake up and smell the freshly cooked French toast, because I can't think of any other breakfast foods. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and joining me is the usual crowd, starting with Ryan. Ryan, how are you this week? How are you doing, Bob? Now, when you were starting the podcast, I was, like, squinting, like... With with concern, I'm like, what's he going to go with? Is it going to be something Walking Dead related? Is it mm. something Gen related, Death Trap related? Like, what's it going to be? And you're like, French toast. I'm like, ooh, I think we already did French toast. And then I realized you probably. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't remember. That's, that's what I cooked for my father for Father's Day. So that's what the first thing that came to my mind. Mm. That's nice. So are you? do you guys, are you aware that I'm coming in and out? Oh, that, that, I thought that was Sue just talking about your day. You're um, ruining my intro, Sue. Damn it. Well, that's God. because oh. I haven't been here. I didn't know you were doing the intro because I've been dropped twice. Uh, oh. Sue, Sue seems yeah. aggravated. Well, Does she not? Wow. Jeez. So, I don't know if I should try to go upstairs. No, I'm or not. No, we we can hear you, but yeah, we, we didn't can't know you hear were gone. We didn't know that you didn't hear Yeah, we didn't realize you were gone. It, you never left. The, well, it's recalled me twice. Hmm. Well, you should do what so, you think is best. If you if you're if it's not working right, for you, where you are, we'll give it another minute. I don't want to go upstairs and leave the house open, so I will try it one more time. Oh, I gotta tell you, Sue, you came up today at work. I have um, this woman I deal with in the other part of the state, and she's been doing favors for me the last week or so. And when I went to London, she kept texting me all that week asking me work related questions. And I'm like, I'm in you know the United Kingdom. I I, I don't know. Because I, I don't have anything with me here. So I always would, when I got back, send her pictures of my trip to London. You know, just like, here's mm-hmm. a picture of, 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 the, of the, oh my God, the, the, the eye, the London eye. I almost mm-hmm. thought, I was going to call it the great eye. I'm not sure. It's like the eye of Sauron or something. Um, so I, I always would give her pictures of London. Now she's been really helping me out this week. So I'm like, well, I'm out of London pictures to send you. So what I'm going to do is in late July, I'm going to send you a picture of me with an alpaca. <laughs> And she's like, okay. don't those spit? I'm like, almost certainly. Mm. And that's going to be my gift to the people of, of, you know, my little part of the world. Mm-hmm. 
So can we wake up and smell the alpacas? We well, I was going to say, oh, also here. joining us is Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing tonight? Um, I'm feeling a little overshadowed, Bob. I would yeah. feel a little overshadowed, too. Um, But I am happy that you didn't say, let's wake up and smell the cat pee, because that means we didn't talk about cat pee on the podcast <laughs> this time. So that's a relief. Well, we don't start the show without talking about cat pee. Yeah. There's a good chance of, you know. No, I, I need, last week we helped Bob with a, with a um, issue. He was... Smack him. Oh, I forgot Sue. Uh, what are you talking to? Seriously. No, I'm never going to be any discussions with Sue. I think there's, it will be considered a miracle of God if I ever get through an entire introduction segment without Ryan breaking in with some story of something. And finally, joining us and running the producer's booth is our lovely producer, Sue. Sue, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm not sure how my computer's doing, but I'm doing very well. You have the most powerful computer here, Sue. It's got to be done. It's it's the internet. Oh, okay. So I actually have a technical issue, too. Um, Can someone add me back into the uh, Point of View Weekly uh, listener chat? As much as I love enjoying following conversation with the the listeners throughout the week. They talk a lot, which is awesome. They talk a lot. And it becomes a problem when it sounds like you have a vibrator in your pocket at work, <laughs> constantly going off when it's the pool, well, the pool it chat. Off your phone. No, no, I'm not, not going to take no, Skype no. off my phone. There's a reason why I had multiple accounts, and, no. and I'm reminding myself why I did. <laughs> He's right because when we went to um, to Boston with with Kate and Richard when they visited, mm-hmm. and I came back, that yeah. was when Sue and Jen were planning the vacation. Oh, yeah. There's no way Jen was ever going to be able to to take, but she still plans vacations just for the hell of it. And she was texting back like every second. And I'm on the subway and I'm, I've got like 11% battery, then 10, then 9 because it's going down so fast because yeah. there's no signal. That day and, my phone was driving me nuts too. Yeah, it's all vibrating all yeah. the time. That's horrifying. Yeah. So I think unfortunately I'm going to have to leave the chat every single time we're not actually in the, uh, yeah. what's it called, the show. Because as much as I love thinking my customers think I'm a sexual deviant, th- this is, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's such a nice picture to put in our heads, Bob. Well, thank you so oh, much. Oh, yes. Thinking of your grocery cashier, you know. Never mind, not going to go there. So, <laughs> on Point of View Weekly, uh, we are going to be talking about um, Doctor Who a little bit, mm-hmm. more specifically uh, the invasion of the Cybermen. Uh, is that the name of the episode? I don't remember. Sorry, the Rise, of the episode, Rise of the Cybermen. Rise of the Cybermen. Followed by mm-hmm. the Age of Steel. The Age of Steel. Mm-hmm. So, I have a problem first, and I need help oh, with, with the group. Sure. What, why are you oh god? You couldn't even let him get through what was on the menu for tonight. Because <laughs> he was we were about to start Rise of the Cybermen, and then he'd say, "Can't you wait until we're done with Rise of the Cybermen?" I'm just it's, saying. Well, this is a, the problem I'm having. That's the, the only thing we think we have on this show, anyway. It's the so. only thing. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn up some air. Here. I thought we were gonna yeah. talk about movies. We're gonna do that too. Now, Sue, last, now Bob last week had a problem. He was he was greatly compensated for watching urinating angry dogs, as I recall. Yes. Now, here, mm-hmm. this is my problem. Now, Sue will understand this better than anyone. Sue, I turned on to a series, um, an audio series called Star Trek Outpost. Yes. Which is a giant known production. And mm-hmm. I, you ever, like, have someone that you know in the real world, and then you, you are, there's a fictional character of some sort, and the more you, you so all of a sudden one of them says something and instantly reminds you of the other one? And you realize they're the, they could be the twins, the exact same person. Now, I'm going to keep this very vague here. Sue will get this, and I'll explain for the rest of you. Sue, mm. my boss is 
Captain Montaigne Buchanan. Oh, I'm so sorry. Now, if you if you and this would be like a little recommendation thing here. If you watch Star Trek Outpost, it's an audio series. It's been fifty five, fifty six episodes, fifty eight episodes actually. Do yes. you watch? How do you how do you watch an audio show? Did I say that? You did. You did. I watch the. I watch my iPhone as it plays. He watches like the uh, volume lever. Like I do. Ooh, <laughs> now they're yelling. His artwork. Which... I might need to turn this down because yes. the phaser is sounding way too loud. So the plot line of this, if you ever watch it, is um, a, it's a Star Trek series. There's a Star Trek. There's a Starfleet officer. He's um, a, a lieutenant commander. His name is Greg Torkelson, and he gets reassigned and promoted. And they send him to the backwater of the fleet, so far out. Like, you can't even mm-hmm. see it on a map to the space station that hasn't been maintained in 30 years. And the captain is this basically like this a hole guy that nobody likes. Morale is Oh, he is an a hole too. And he won't order supplies. Like, if the replicator breaks, well, fix it. Like, put a twig in there to hold the thing in, you know, because he doesn't want. People to think he that he wants to be seen as very efficient. Efficiency is his big thing, and he has plot reasons for wanting to be efficient. So if if something breaks, like you don't need new parts, you know, requisition a, a dead ship and steal parts from that one and file yeah, that thing. Down. That is, what does he say, Ryan? Um, no more and no less. Yes, this is a big line. So th- this entire space station is literally duct taped together, and and that is very much like like my boss. Everything like you don't need new toner cartridges; just shake the ones you have fifty seven times, <laughs> and and everything is no more, no less. So last year, and, and the thing is, is that you, you don't kind of get where they're coming from. So last year, we, we they do this thing, this employee of the year thing, and it goes out to like all this corporate stuff. So every year they do employee of the year, and a lot of people don't submit names for it because of morale issues and stuff, blah, blah, blah. So last year, someone got employee of the year, and it was a very nice person who kind of didn't get what we do and didn't really mm-hmm. understand. So it's like, we're like, like you're very nice, but you really employee employee of the year, really like like it's by the grace of God you find the office in the morning. Yeah. So that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. So a, a good friend of mine is is um, on vacation for a couple of weeks. She's leaving tomorrow, and my boss is out tomorrow. And, to, and tomorrow they are naming employee of the year. So my boss calls me into his office today. He's like, "Here's the deal. We're giving it to you." And it's <laughs> it's half because they think kind of like rub me. And that seems kind of... Well, no, they said... Well, here's the thing. This is the thing. And I will deny my name if my boss ever listens to this. The, the, the thing is... Well, this is like... The, and when I say my boss is Captain Buchanan, the big boss is Captain Buchanan. Uh, there's several middle bosses in between my, the big boss and Captain Buchanan. Mm-hmm. And the middle boss, my direct boss, pulls me aside and says, look, we're, we're, we recommended this to you. We're giving it to you. But here's the deal. No, I said I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Can I write up a little thing that can be said for, for Ryan at the meeting? And the big boss, Captain Buchanan, said, no, absolutely not. That's not in the, in the rule. In the manual, it does not say we can do that. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. That would be most inappropriate. Because the big boss is mad at my direct boss for taking the day off. Because he's doing... Of course. Because he should be at work where he could right. be efficient. But he can't be because he's blowing the day off to take care of his 92-year-old father who's getting out of rehab. So, so, so that, that's happening. So, so, so that, so that's a a thing. So now there's all this tension and then the big boss is like, but if you write something up, I will say it as though it came from me, which is, so it's this ridiculous thing. So here's my question. I have to walk into this thing tomorrow and they're going to be like, oh, and they're going to make it out like it's this wonderful, wonderful thing. My question is, do I play it 
like solemnly, like, oh dear God, I am so very moved, employee of the year, you know, I can die happy now, thank you, thank you, thank you, or do I make a joke out of the entire thing and risk angering everybody? Because really, I find it kind of ridiculous. So that is my question for the group. Play solemnly, make a big joke. Don't make a joke. Don't make a joke out of it, mainly because I'll just probably piss off your uppers. Yeah, you don't want to piss off the uppers. But I kind of do. I wouldn't make a joke. Well, I was thinking I could. You probably make a joke, but I'd be, you know, like, I wouldn't make the whole thing. I would make a joke of it. And you can make a joke about it, but don't make a joke of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I think so. Because that's, because half the people there, like, it's always been a joke, and I don't want to be, like, overly, oh, I am so deeply moved, because truly I'm not. But, I know. Just very nicely say, thank you, I'm honored, and walk away. Yeah. Thank you, I'm honored, I may be lying, enjoy the cheese. Does it come with, do do you get any perks with it? Like a day off? Oh, God, no, no, a day off? They they won't even let people say nice words for me that aren't prevented. Oh, a day off? Oh, my, could I can't even imagine a day off. They won't even, no, they won't even let us have pens. We have to, like, steal them from, like, the children. (laughs) It's it's really, uh, like, okay, okay, let me ask you this. When Greg Torkelson does a good thing, does Monty give him the day off? No, Monty gripes and complains. Well, no, we actually had a thing recently where someone said that we were, like, this is one of the higher-ups from somewhere else, said, I want you to know all your people, you know, did a very good job today. And the, and the big boss's response back was, why aren't I hearing this every day? Why are, why are you only doing very well that one day? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. a day off? Ugh. Well, we get a certificate once we worked at the company for five years. Yes. And if you worked at the company for five years, you get one day off paid. Hmm. And every five years after that, you get one day off paid. We recently so. had a thing where, um, now let me ask you this. Bob, Bob, look at this too. Like Danielle today for her for her store, they went on like a little outing. Little? Mm-hmm. Well, it was well, it was an, it's an expo for the entire region. It was an expo. It was a very large outing they went on. Mm-hmm. Now, it, when when you get you know when you're in the the employment sector and you've been in the job for a while, if it's summer and you have to go on an outing, say on a Friday. And you, you, everyone gets done around, like, say you usually work until, like, four, and mm-hmm. the thing wraps at two. What do you think usually happens in the work sector? And like, in, like what do Most you do? people go home. Oh, they go tell home. you to take off for the day. The big boss. Well, everyone should find something to do that can take at least two hours. <laughs> now, we're at someone else's place, and these people want to go home, but now they can't because we, they have to watch us because we're right. there. And it was hysterical. They would not let... I even put on Facebook, they won't let us leave. Send help. Send help. So that is my thing tomorrow. I saw that. So, to, so basically, I have to do several things tomorrow. I have to fake surprise. 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 I won. And I have to, you know, seem like it's a solemn thing, even though I want to well, not think it's I know. solemn. I know. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a joke. We're all getting new pens. There you go. There you go. All right. So I feel. Yeah, that's just like my first. Think of me like like as a, a pseudo political joke and saying like my first uh, act as employee of the year is you all get free pens and watch your bosses scramble. Oh my gosh, she would be like e- like the colors. This mm. there would be emails that be about bad. that. No, can I tell you? We had a thing the other day. My 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 direct boss got an email. Your people clogged the paper shredder again. Your people. Now my response yes. is: Did you? There's there's 80 people that work here. Did you like do a forensic analysis on the shards of paper to see who shredded what? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know it was us? 
you look it's at us and we're like, wow, you, we Ryan, it's always you, don't it's you know? It is. Well, that, maybe your paperwork pertains to your department. I don't know. Yeah, she says Well, we're kind of getting... So the the chat is having a very interesting discussion about being carded while you guys are rambling on. Danielle didn't get carded on her 21st birthday, and she's still aggravated about it. I didn't get carded for my 21st birthday either. I think Ooh. like the lady no- realized, like, I'm with my entire family and we made a big deal of it being 21. She didn't even bother. Oh, and yeah, my like, uncle. My uncle joined. Yeah. Yes. I carded a homeless man last night. Yeah, you sound so happy about it. <laughs> he, 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 he looked under 30, so I was justified in carding him. There you go. But he didn't have his card. And my manager was also sitting there. He like, I was like, so boss, what do you want to do? He's like, just give it to him. I was like, okay, <laughs> your call. Oh my gosh! Well, this is wow. I've never We're talking had... about ID and stuff. I've never had this happen. Like, if I'm in a group with, like, if you and I go in together and we buy mm-hmm. alcohol, mm-hmm. they're supposed mm-hmm. to card us. They're supposed to card us both. I don't think yeah. that's ever happened to me. I don't think they, I've, ever I've never had, had both of us. Be it carded. depends on your state, to be honest with you. But uh... like when we go into. Um, well, yeah, actually, now I'm thinking of, like, if we go into a Whole Foods that sells liquor, for instance, um, they'll just say we need one ID. That's all they say. We need one ID to, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. don't care who gives it. Um, the cat's in the sink. I'm just sharing with the group. Well, you can get him down or I can get him down. How about you get him? I think the <laughs> listeners would like me to stop talking. Why don't I get him? Okay. Okay. Yeah, how about that? I don't usually car groups, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I get carded at the local liquor store, like, if it's not the regular person. But I don't really go that much. Like, if I go, it's probably for, like, a bottle of wine to cook with or, like, I don't know. Every now and then we'll have, like, a, you know, a hard cider. Usually they don't bother. And I'm like, gee, I must look old now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, it's just, but I understand Key's point. What if you're a parent with a child or something like that? That doesn't make sense. There's this People... thing called discretion. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's ultimately the cashier's call. Right. Like, if I want to card all of you, guess what? You're all carded. If I only yeah. want to card the person who's buying, that's the only person. Because basically, the person who ultimately is responsible is me. I'd be the one who goes to jail. If, right. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's one time I actually considered, like, taking back, like, they hadn't, I hadn't sold it to them yet, but, like, this dad and this obviously underage person, like he, he got, like bought like alcohol and like a pack of gum. And I don't know what it was, but basically there wasn't like a whole lot. And then like the, the kid said like, thank you to the dad, like for buying the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thinking, like, is this guy buying his kid alcohol? Because right. that's also very illegal. Right. Uh, right. And I can't sell to any, like if you like sometimes I've never had it happen, but I've heard stories where people are stupid enough to say in front of a cashier that they're, you know, Gonna be giving right. this alcohol to their kid. I'm like, are you a moron? Wow. Um, That's pretty bad. But yeah, so but basically, what it comes down to is, it depends on this company. This like my company, we card anyone who's 30 or younger. Um, I yeah. usually tend to card people who are probably in their mid 30s, just because I don't want to go to jail. Um, my mother, who's 70, got carded the other day. I won't do that. That's unless if it's like more of a joke and the and, and the customer gets it, but I, I wouldn't do that. Like you could like make hey. somebody's day. But the thing yeah. is, is if you don't have your ID, get even if you you are eighty and you look eighty and you don't have your ID, guess what? 
that you I can't sell to you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of places that so that's why it's better not to do that. Have the policy right. to just even get rid of the ambiguity. They have the policy of everyone has to be carved regardless of whether you're 98. Because I, I would in, love that. Well, I know in the fleet center up into Boston, like an 80 year old woman, someone knew her there said, "I forgot my ID. Can I get a beer?" And they said, "Absolutely not." Yeah. I would actually but, really like that because then if there's no like, it doesn't fall to the seller of the alcohol to have to play the guessing game of whether they're 21, whether they're 30, right. whether they're 40. It's yeah. like you buy alcohol, you get carded. Like everyone knows that. Have an ID. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we went to a, um, they call it the powwow. It's this big thing that happens. Uh, nope. Sue, if you're, if you're there, we can't hear you. Sue, we, we can't hear you at all if you're. There we go. Heard we that. heard that. I can't hear you. Why can't I hear you and you can't hear me? I mean, there's been like a weird like back and forth. So did you hear the damn it too? Yes. Well, we, part that's of it all is the, the dog came in and drank a whole lot of water, ah, and I'm like, oh, that was you're it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dog, you want your cookie? Um. So, oops, sorry. The uh, we went down to this powwow, and they have a beer garden that they have fenced off, and you have to have ID to get in. And we didn't, mom didn't know about it, so she didn't bring ID because we were just going down the hill. But it was a long walk back to the car and stuff. And she went to the police officer and she, she just said, Really? You're going to card me? And he said, No, you can go in. And he let her in. So, but, you know, she's obviously of drinking age. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an interesting situation. Most it of is. Really? Most of the time. Most of With the time. severe penalties if you break the law. That's all I'll say. So, and while I have a I second here against beautiful people, that's all I'll say. Because hmm. I, my mind instantly thinks, if you're beautiful, clearly you're younger, so I card you. <laughs> if you're ugly and you're like 21, I'm sorry. I'm going to card you. That's funny. Right. Well, I may not card you. Let me clarify. I may not card you. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're beautiful, I will card you. If you're ugly, I will card you. I'll just like, card you in general. But no, like, I do, I'll, I'll admit, like, it's not, for some reason, more youthful, more attractive looking people tend to be look younger mm-hmm. versus not so attractive people tend to look older. Right. Not to discriminate against unattractive people. Cause I'll, I put myself in that. So <laughs> I found a gray the other day and now we're debating whether it's just really, really blonde. Uh, honey, it's gray. You told me it was really, really blonde. Ryan's getting gray hair. She's well, getting hair is like so short that it's kind of hard to tell. Cause he keeps it like super short. Your beard is not white, so don't worry. When your beard starts you turning like gray, you'll notice more. <laughs> well, God knows you won't tell me. You'll see it. You should be able to see it. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter. If it bothers you, just you just for men. I'm never doing that. Never doing that. Never doing that. Doing that. Yeah. I never use just for men. All right. All right. So uh, Sue went to the movies. I did. It was fun. I'm uh, typing to death row right here, but... Um, so maybe I'll just say it. I, I put a thing in the chat earlier, the Facebook chat earlier, that the thing that I went to, it's called Phantom something or other. I don't know what it is, but Wayne, we'll give Wayne a shout out here. Okay. Adolic, thank you. This is a pain. You can tell it's a weak line, but you're you're back. Okay. This week we'll call it a Cyberman. So the, (laughs) the... Company that does this, they show different movie or different things. Like they do operas at the theater, and they've done. They did the the Doctor Who fiftieth. Um, they did Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. So next month, or possibly August, I'm not sure. They are doing Monty Python live 
sort of. Live sort of. <laughs> so you can go to the movie theater and, yeah. and watch uh, Monty Python on the big screen. Oh, so. that's exciting. That was the blast when we saw Star Trek, and it was like yeah, the worst so Star Trek fun. season ever, and it was still kind of fun. So Monty Python mm-hmm. would be fun. Yeah. Plus the thing, too, because it's like it's like a convention. You're with people. It's like being with Pufuanians. You're with you're like like-minded people who get the same jokes, and you all mm-hmm. share right. the same parts. I mean... Well, it was great, too, when we showed up for the Star Trek thing, yeah. and you walk in, and there's, like, in the corner, like, 20 overweight guys with Enterprise shirts on. You're like, I think that's our group. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, well, and that's, like, the fun part of seeing, like, when Star Wars comes out, the next one. I'm sure, like, the midnight showings will be the most fun, just because you'll, get, you all get, the, in, yeah. you'll get all the great oh, fans. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I was surprised there weren't a lot of uh, dressed-up people. A lot of people had on Doctor Who shirts, T-shirts, but mm-hmm. there weren't. The last time I was there, there were costumes, and there weren't very many. Were there, like, sonic screwdrivers? I mean, that's a really... They said that they could not have sonic screwdrivers. They mm. they put that on the on the rules. I, I wonder, so. do, do they look like guns? Like, it's a screwdriver. I don't know why. <laughs> and they said that you couldn't have costumes that covered your face. Well, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's, okay, yeah. That's a more obvious one. Yeah. All right, so you saw Rise of the Cybermen. I did. Bob's going to say something, though. Bob, what were you going to say? Oh, no, it's okay. I can wait. Or, well, I know. I want to know what Bob was going to say. Oh, I was just, well, I was just going to tie in the whole concept of, of supposed fandom and, and, get, and, and wearing clothing and, is, and, and ask, has anyone, sorry to derail the conversation, but has anyone watching the World Cup? No. No. I'm watching okay. people watching the World Cup. I know though. a That's lot yeah. of people watching it, yeah. I've heard of the I, World I, Cup. I really know a ton of people who are watching it. Because I, I went um, with my friend Michelle and my, two of my other friends. We went to just get a beer at our usual stomping grounds for mm-hmm. a for happy hour. And the U.S. happened to be playing, and none of us had realized it. And people there were – it was almost like walking in you, – you, you forget that some people – like, fandom is also – apparent in sports and mm-hmm. watching them go crazy over anything in the game was hilarious. Like they were jumping and cheering and screaming and yelling like, ah, we're winning. Ah! And the best part about it at the end, I don't know. This is like the first game of the tournament. Yeah. And the bar at the end of the match, we won and they played, we are the champions. Nice. <laughs> it's wow. like, we didn't. We're not the champions of anything. We only won one game. <laughs> we won one game. No, I have a question. Were you carded, Bob? <laughs> I what? I I was carded actually. Look at Bob getting carded. The waitress was really cute too, but she had a wedding ring on. So, but that's Aww. besides the point. Um, She's like, I carded the cute looking guys. Wait, isn't that a thing? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, that's the thing. That's yep. the thing. Yep. If she didn't think you looked good, she wouldn't have carded you. Exactly. Hey. No, but uh. So yeah, I just wanted to make a quick a quick aside to that because it's like people like getting dressed up and you know loving things. Well, yeah, when I was yeah. driving home the other day, uh, I was driving driving home from work and I got to a red light and there was an SUV a few cars up that had a huge American flag like hanging off the back of their car next to a huge Brazilian flag. I'm like, oh, World Cup. <laughs> like, yeah, so many people are watching it. I, I never got into soccer, football, whatever. You want to call it? I'm not sure what I would have thought if I saw it. Well, you know what kills me is like they could play. It's it's possible for soccer to end in ties at least mm-hmm. for the first early rounds. Like once you get to playoffs, mm-hmm. my understanding is they do sudden death. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like you could have a non-scoring game where the the final score is zero zero. I'm like I would be like feel gypped if I watched yeah. a game and the score was zero. I would get back no, and people would be like, not "What necessarily. happened?" Really? Because. 
Because soccer is a lot like hockey, and I'm going to throw the Los Angeles Kings winning the Stanley Cup into this conversation because I'm a huge Kings fan from way back. I did not Um, know that. Yes. It was how I bonded with my baby brother. He was a Kings fan, and so I started watching it so I could talk to him. Yeah. And I fell in love with it, and then I didn't care about talking to him. I just wanted to watch the Kings. (laughs) (laughs) Backfired. Oh, it's terrible. I love my baby brother. I really do. Um, so I, when I moved to Oregon, I did everything to get a channel where I could watch the Kings play, and there was no way I could do it. So I was thrilled to death to be able to watch Kings hockey the last couple of days. And and my poor mother, who's not a hockey fan at all, yeah, it was having to watch Sudden Death Overtime with me, and I scared the cat. He was on the couch next to me. Aww. And we scored in sudden death overtime and I, to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, it was the final one. And I screamed so loud, he went four feet in the air and disappeared upstairs for three hours. <laughs> he was not happy with me. Like, oh. But I have a great story from for our um, Arrow fans. Steve Amell is also a huge, and Will Wheaton. My favorite thing in the world is to watch Will Wheaton tweet a Kings game because... I always know how the Kings are doing by how Will Wheaton's tweeting. Mm-hmm. But Stephen Amell, who is the Green Arrow, is also a huge Kings fan, and mm-hmm. he was at the game. And he said that there were people in front of him, and, and my impression was, I missed the first part of it, but my impression was that they were early 20s kind of people, and they were really drunk, and they were being really obnoxious and rude and vulgar. Yeah. And there were little kids sitting in the audience around him. And he finally looked at him and he's like, hey. He was like two rows behind him. He's like, hey, you know what? This is the Stanley Cup. Let's show a little decorum here. It's fine to have fun, but you really could, you know, tone it down a little bit. And the Mm -hmm. guy turned around and goes, who do you think you are? Or something like that. And from two rows behind Steven, some guy yelled out, hey, dude, that's the green arrow. (laughs) <laughs> and Stephen and Mel just went, yeah. And then he said, they Mike behaved the rest of the moments, game. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> well, he's a freaking superhero as we is. He's a superhero. Don't you be messing with this boy. So, yeah, I, mean, I thought it was funny. really funny. And I love that they, they toned it down after that and behaved yeah. themselves. So, Stephen and Mel's an awesome And he said, guy. I had no idea the person behind me knew. <laughs> who I was or anything like that. He had no God, you know, he had no idea that was coming up from behind him. So it's yeah, funny. It was cool. But yes, I went to the movies. And it yes. was fun. Yeah, we didn't uh we didn't even check to see if it was playing around. No, here didn't no, been... didn't we, but we were afraid something was in three D and you don't like three D. Yeah. Don't get the new Amazon uh Amazon phone. No. Okay. Well, I wouldn't anyway. Because apparently you'll look at it and vomit. I wouldn't anyway. I like my iPhone. I know. The the new one that they went for the dynamic something it doesn't make like i don't get it is it like 3ds 3d it's got they're calling it dynamic perspective so like the thing with the phone is apparently like instead of scrolling you tilt the phone so like if you have like a you'll have like a 3d desktop and if you tilt it you can look around like my thing is i just don't we're getting entirely too lazy that's yeah, all it's, I have to say. Well, it's like, you, like, I guess if you don't have an opposable thumb, this is probably the phone for you. Like, if you lost your opposable thumb in t- some type of pruning accident, you want to look into the, the new Amazon phone, apparently. Mm. But it's, I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't look that impressive. Plus, Amazon and I are still having a fight. Yes. We are. Yeah. I, I'm buying all my books for, from Kobo. 
I love that you sent me a message and said, where's Powell's? <laughs> well, no, because someone sent me a thing saying, you know, if you're give, if you're mad at Amazon right now, and I'm like, I am, I am, to like, check out these five alternatives. And the first one was Powell's Books. I'm like, that sounds familiar. And they're like, it's this massive bookstore that takes up an entire city block, and you can find everything there, and it's in Portland. I'm like, Sue, we gotta go! And she's like, Ryan, we were gonna go anyway! Yeah, we were. I take all my friends to the Powell's. It's mm. cool. Yeah, you said someone found, like, an original Harry Potter, like a first edition Harry Potter, or... Yeah, they have a first edition Harry Potter on display there that's in a, a case. Okay. But when Kat and I went, she got a really nice edition. It must have been a first edition um, of Harry Potter, and it was, like, five bucks. It was probably, like, in the bottom of a bin somewhere. And... Yeah, it was. we just kind of found it. It was amazing. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. So I'm definitely been doing like the whole independent bookstore yeah. thing the last week. So, and now mm-hmm. now it's starting to like yeah. get close to home because like we're almost out of cat food. And Danielle's like, "Do we go to the store? Or do we order it?" I know. I, I know. Because <laughs> Amazon Prime is so convenient. It is very convenient. It's very convenient. <laughs> Although the whole stupid drone thing that they were contemplating is dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then my question is like, what if the, the if like someone so they're takes... gonna deliver it by drone? Well, no, the thing they wanted Remember to they, do. Remember, they did that a while ago. They, they wanted... said they were gonna do that eventually. Well, or... can I tell you, Danielle was not concerned at all about drones until she watched an episode of Castle where someone was killed by a drone, <laughs> and she's like, "This is all fictional, right?" I'm like, "No, they really no, I, have no, those." No, I knew. Drones. And you're like, "Oh my god, there's drones!" So okay, now, like... no, I knew there were drones. <laughs> but I didn't think you dear. think. But I didn't, didn't know they, they were missiles. like patrolling, like they. And they made it, like, they said they were patrolling, like, our country, which I thought was mm-hmm. bizarre. I thought we used them, like... We used them against other people. Yes. We never used them against them. Well, apparently... We don't use them against ourselves. And Amazon well, I thought the, I, I thought the, the idea was you send them into, let's say, a dangerous situation that you don't want to send a person into, so you send a drone. Well, why aren't we sending them into Iraq? Isn't Iraq, that, like, well, a yeah, like, that's like, what we could saying. send all the... You know what we could do? We could send... That's what would happen. All the Amazon drones would get directed <laughs> there. to Iraq. No. And, like, all of a sudden, like, the Sunnis would be running across the desert and they get clocked over the head by by Herbie's Pollock and Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I will drop a book on your head and you, you will could. die. <laughs> yeah, Kindle Fire clocked in the head, dead. Oh, my that God. That would be bad. That could Ouch. be pretty bad. That could be horrifying. Yeah. What do you mean drop it from a high enough distance? It's going to be deadly. Well, no, if you drop, what's the thing? If you drop, like, a penny off yeah. an apartment building, you'll kill a guy. Because the speed, it, like, it'll be like a bullet by the time yeah. it hits the ground. Yeah. We're dropping drones from 30,000. Dropping drones. All right, I can tell Bob is, is, is having a seizure. Bob? Well, actually, he just left. Oh, You're not he, paying attention. Is he coming back? <laughs> is he coming back? Because I, I know this the line. He said he'd be back. Okay. He said be right back. So I'm assuming he'll be back in a minute. And okay. the way that Bob does things, he should say something any minute now. Because usually when we're talking about him, he, he comes know, back. He does. Well, I still remember that time we were planning the podcast and he had to take a meeting. And he yeah. left us well, for we three hours. Well, it's like the equivalence of daddy's running in the store, I'll be right back, and he leaves the kid in the car with the window cracked for three hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking yeah, of, good. Sue, oh, yes. oh, I, am, I have some book recommendations for you before we finish tonight. Okay, sounds okay. good. I just finished uh, a really good fanfic that I'm going to put on the next season, so okay, I'm, we'll do, we'll I'm do, in need of a book. We'll do some uh, book recs at the end. Yeah. All right, but why don't we uh, so, jump so into So for the movie. Here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we went, I, I went with a friend from work and we met each other and, and went down there. There were some costumes, like there were a bunch of, um, like beanie hats that were TARDIS colored okay, and stuff like that. It wasn't nearly as crowded as, as I expected it to be. Yeah. 
and what I really like about this is they don't show the regular um, previews and stuff, and they don't show the regular ads. At 30 minutes before the movie starts, they start you're the countdown in the corner. You're, you're no longer and then they up. go through and they... Yeah, well, it's gone, so am I here or no? You're here. You're here. Okay. The... The Skype thing keeps flashing, so that that tells me when it works and when it doesn't is when my Skype thing goes off. Um, so they have trivia questions, and so my friends were like trying to yell out trivia answers. I didn't know any of them. Um, some of them were about Blink. That's always exciting for me. Yeah. And then this little countdown thing, and then David Tennant comes on, and he's like, "Hey, enjoy this movie. We we did it just for you." And then he's gone. And it, and it just started the the Cyberman, but at the end of it, it told you to stay tuned after the credits for an interview. So he did an interview afterwards that was pretty fun. And nice. then the next night, we went back and we saw Wings in 3D, which Danielle you wouldn't have probably liked, but it was amazing to see the birds in 3D. And they actually strapped cameras to the backs of bald eagles, vultures, and parrots. Wow. And filmed from the bird's eye view. So that was really neat. Um, and they they just had some beautiful stuff. And David Tennant narrated it. They strapped a camera to a parrot? Yes. Yeah, I learned some really neat things because I'm a bird watcher. So I thought, well, I won't, you know, learn a whole lot that I don't know. But so parrots. Interesting. Oh, well, parrots are pretty big. You know, I'm picturing the kid from A Christmas Story who couldn't put his arms down. And I'm trying to picture them, like, shoving camera equipment on this tiny little well, bird. Well, they're probably they, like, small cameras. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, okay. Well, I was... What I love is that vultures have a really hard time getting off the ground. That's the thing. Once they're in the air, they can soar forever. But getting up out of off the ground into the air is really hard. So they put them in little, um, those little kite planes, you know? The, yeah. Um, Parasail kinds of things. Not parasail, that's not the right word. But anyhow, those little, they got the little motor and it's like a hand glider. So they put the vultures that had the cameras in there, took them up to uh, soaring altitude, and then dumped them out so that they could soar. They got it right up into the air. They thought that was cool. You really want to hope it works at that point. Oh, yeah, they yeah. did say that no birds were lost in the filming of the movie. So, that so that's good. interesting. So they paired that. I'm assuming it was something where, like, you bought one ticket and you got to see right. the Doctor Who and this. So that's interesting that they just happened. Is it just because David Tennant was narrating it? So they just yes. decided to. Oh, yeah. yeah. They put it yeah. together that way. And okay. you saw both the, the full two-part episode? Yes. Okay. So you, the first one was, like, two hours the first night. And and it was, you know, seamlessly put together, so you had no idea where, you know, unless you knew where it would break. So they took out the credits for episode two. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, they just put it all together. And it was fun. It was fun on the big screen, you know, just watching it. And when they go down into the tunnel and they're they're in there with, you know, all lined up and it's cold and that air conditioning, that air flow right. tunnel and... You know, and you just know they're going to come alive any second. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's my, it's my understanding that the first four seasons of the new Doctor Who were not filmed in HD. Because there's no Blu-rays of the first four. I, I, I want to say they started filming in Blu-ray with the Matt Smith years. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did it look? Because, like, when we went to see Star Trek, it was a couple of season one episodes of The Next Generation in Blu-ray. So it looked mm-hmm. great on the big screen. Mm-hmm. How did it looked to have it blown up that big. Did, did oh, look... No, they did a really good job they with did. it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. We're, we're receiving the Skype Oh my dash. god! 
What's going on? It's a Skype chat that assaults my pants every single time. This is, this is why there's Bob, Robert Sandring, Bob F. Spellcast, Caden Darkcrest, Cade Darkcrest. Who's supposed to say it's Cade Darkcrest? I don't know. I'm looking for a nickname. Did you did you get, come back to life or did, did you die for real, Caden? <laughs> the messages are still pouring in. She's uh, reading. He didn't hear me. I like how the last one is, I'm never having kids. Well, that's that because Ryan just made a joke about kids being left in cars, and April said that a child was left in a car and died the other day, so not very so, far from our so house. Who, who supposedly died what? I'm confused. No, I made a comment that um, when you take meetings, like when we were planning the podcast, you had to go to a meeting and you were gone for two hours. You were kind of like the father that leaves the kids in the car and cracks the window. Uh, really? No, I don't think so. Apparently, that He's was like, that's They're right? having, um, you know, kids are having a rough time. We just had a couple of kids this morning from, um, Lynn got rushed to the hospital. They got scalded by bath water. Oh. They got rushed okay. to Children's Hospital. It's kind of a tough time. So, for Doctor Who, I'm just thinking here, because Bob is the last one to see this episode for the first time mm-hmm. through his watch through, and Sue's right before that, then Danielle and I saw it years ago. We actually didn't get a chance to rewatch it before the podcast tonight, so like what I remember from it is probably just like the major points that stuck with me. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of curious how well my um, perspective stood up. I remember um, first and foremost how it ended with the, the uh, very dramatic line where Mickey stays behind mm-hmm. right. in Pete's world, and you have that's the Doctor, you know, in the TARDIS with Rose Tyler. I think it's as it should be, right? And they, mm-hmm. and they appear back in. Uh, Jackie's living room. Is there a bird in here by any chance? It's a, it's a jay outside my door. There is, a bird, there is a bird in here. Thank God. I finally got one. We <laughs> <laughs> got Bob's phone and Sue's under attack. No, not my phone. It's Sue's under attack by bird. So you got that dramatic line at the end. He's yep. after the cat. You have alternate Jackie Tyler being a real bitch to Rose, which is all right because mm-hmm. she becomes a, a cyber, right, yeah. Cyberman by the end of it. I remember the one thing that does stick with me. If you remember it, when they arrive in Pete's world, they have mm-hmm. the um, the little things that plug into your ears. That yes, right. Yep. Which is the precursor yep. to the Cyberman. And all I'm thinking is we're like five years away from that now. Yeah, I don't think I would yeah. ever go there. We're about five years away. Where from everybody that. just stops and gets everything downloaded. Like, why and would you want to be joke? that connected? Like I just I wouldn't want that. Well, I, I guarantee within my lifetime, like it probably won't be Google Glass, but you'll have something where, like, over your field of vision, you'll have, you know, sports flying by and, you know, weather updates because you can't look outside and see what the weather is. Yeah, but we're that couple where you're, like, enthralled by new technology and you think it's awesome, and I'm like, yeah, why do we need that gadget? We don't need that. Well, there's a difference. I, I for example, like new technology. I like integrating it into my life, but I see no purpose in, like, some gadgets. I'm like, that's kind of lame. Like, I'm Yeah, not- like, I just, I don't know. At some point, yeah, you're connected in a sense that you're getting news and updates, but you're totally disconnected from people and from mm-hmm. relationships. And it's just like, I don't know, you can go too far. I agree. Well, I think that's, like, say- exactly what that's showing in that episode is, like, you know, people mm-hmm. are becoming machines. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've they've already become robots, yep. basically. And yeah. I will say what I said earlier: we are too lazy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. I will say though, in my own defense, I always got a lot of grief from Danielle and my in-laws for always being tied to my computer until they all got one, and then they were all you know had in a laptop right after that too. So 
It's not as easy as it makes sense. But back to the episode, one thing I also remember from it is they did a really good job with continuity in this one. I believe it opens with mm-hmm. the car that somehow gets pulled to Pete's world and loses power. Yep. Yes. And when it loses power, um, I think Lady Chi first pointed this out to me. Um, the oxygen masks fall from the yeah. control room. And there's and six of them. There's six of them because it was designed to have six pilots. Which you find right. out like two and a half yes. years later. So I, I like that that little piece was put in there too. And I remember it was because the TARDIS left its universe and it was powered by the universe. That's why there was no power. And eventually he's able to find, I think, a small piece and use it. He takes like 20 he minutes. Has, he uses life. a piece of himself to right. energize yeah, he it. he glows on it. And yep. then he gives, the, he gives that grin, that great grin, and he says, I just gave up 10 years of my life. But yeah. it was worth it. I wonder yeah. if that actually works now that we've had, um, I won't spoil Bob, but um, events that happened in the in the last episode kind of make me question that but um mm-hmm. so the one thing i always liked was in the doctor's wife which was in year six matt smith's time when he uh flips a button and takes the tardis out of the universe because apparently mm-hmm. there's a button that does that and he lands on um whatever the, the world is where he was looking for the the missing time lord and, mm-hmm. and meets his tardis and everything the minute he lands the tardis loses power and someone's like what happened i'm like Duh, he left the universe. Duh, the pop- and they don't mention it. Like, they don't reference that. Because I was, ex- I'm like, they're going to lose power. They just left the universe and they lost power. I'm like, see? Because great continuity. But I think that was just, I don't even know if it was continuity. I think they forgot. Yeah, but, they probably just forgot. Yeah, but I actually, I like that they did that because I was waiting for them to do that. So I thought there was some cool continuity there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it just, it was, I don't know. It was really neat. It was neat to be in a theater with a bunch of people that, truly appreciated Doctor Who and, you know, laughed at the jokes and just, I mean, it's like being in a Harry Potter movie where, you know, you're there with a bunch of fans and, and they get it yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. So that was really fun. And then last night when we went to see the wings one, there weren't nearly as many people that took advantage of the, the second ticket, but there were some people in front of us. And one of the group I was with was talking about um, whether or not in the UK they gave away, they gave um, things like Emmys and, and, you know, they were saying that in America we do that all the time, but in London they don't do that. And the gal in front of me turned around and she said, they do, they just don't make a big deal out of it. Actually, David Tennant got one today. And it turned out that she was a blogger and she blogs some stuff about David Tennant. And while I was sitting behind her, I noticed that she had pulled out her phone because everybody's got their phones out in the theater except for me because I don't have a smartphone. And it's a picture of her standing next to David Tennant is her screensaver on her phone. So afterwards I said, so you've met David? And she's like, yeah, how did you know? And I said, I saw your phone. And she said, yeah, because I do the blog, I got to go and meet him. And she took her three friends with her, and there was a little girl with them. And she was like, yeah, but they didn't take me. Aww. And she said, next time you get to go meet them. I think the so, coolest thing it was cool. we found was when we were in uh, Cardiff, mm-hmm. um, seeing how the locals react to the, the celebrities and, and David Tennant and Matt Smith and everyone who plays the characters. And it's really funny because there's the um, the people who want to spoil what's going to happen. So they'll, they'll, you know, someone will blog or someone will tweet that, you know, Dr. Who is filming in such and such town and everyone will, will flood there with their, with their cameras trying to figure it out. And they said that, 
um, there's a particular scene with um, the character of Clara Oswald where there's a prop that was used in the episode and someone tried to steal the prop to see what the prop said to see if they could spoil the food. So they're really, like, invasive. They really, like, yeah. they, they try and steal. They go crazy. Yeah, they try and steal stuff. And I guess there was a point where they were charging towards, um, oh, help me with the actor here. They were charging towards um, Arthur, um, who played Rory, um, Karen Gillan, Amy Pond. Yeah, Arthur Darville. Uh, yeah, who's yeah. the um, guy? He's in Firefly. He was on Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who. He plays... Um, he plays the in the nineteen sixty nine Nixon episode. He plays. Um, oh, what, what's his oh, name? Like, oh, oh, I know exactly name. who you mean. Yes, um, um, someone Bob. Someone yeah, help me. What's his name? I um, can't think of his name. Um, I have no idea. Bob left us again. <laughs> Bob is having like a very like imp- like important night here. He's lots of me. Okay, I, I was I, no, I was thinking maybe people in the chat were telling us, but they're probably still well, remember what it's, season um, he's on. I'm oh sorry, I can look it up. Um. He's the... Well, I don't want to spoil it. Actually, well, he's the... Um, so who is he on Firefly? He's one... He wears two neckties. He's kind of like the... Um, neckties on Firefly? Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Like, I've said his name a thousand times before. Um, oh, the hell? Um, uh, I can't even think of the character's name. This is horrible. <laughs> this is like... This is like the worst episode we've done. This like, folks is Ryan having a brain fart. It's but, great entertainment. Let's see if they can figure it out three minutes in the past before I figure it out now. Um, oh, um, he plays like, I think his character's name is Oswald, isn't it? What is no. his No. Um, oh, this is horrifying. I, I, like, all of us are Googling it and we've been doing this <laughs> for, for... To Okay, well, while you're doing that, I have breaking news for Will Wheaton. Oh, thank God. Break it. Breaking news for Will Wheaton. Last night on his show, he mashed up the Game of Thrones with the Brady Bunch. And uh, it looks like it was pretty funny. Mark Shepard. Yes? God. What's the character? Yeah, it's Mark Shepard. I mean, I just saw his. Romo Lampkin yes. from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Who had the best line when they did the preview of the last episode? I can see that. Whoa. That looks pretty damn good. All right, Sue is breaking news, and Bob is in the meeting. Oh. All right, I broke my news. Will Wheaton turns Game of Thrones into the Brady Bunch. Why oh, they even say gay? Oh my god! Because I'm like his wife is very popular on Twitter. This is I not going to go over well. No, no, no. Turn the Game of Thrones into the Brady Bunch. I so. think I saw that link on Facebook, but I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. So. Why was I talking about Mark Shepard? I have no idea. <laughs> Someone in the chat who's still in the past three minutes, tell me why I brought up Mark Shepard. Well, you were talking Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Well, he's in Doctor Who. Oh, um, I'm sorry. So Mark Shepard and Karen Gillan and, and Arthur Darville and I, I believe Matt Smith and Alex Kingston. The, so you've got the paparazzi flying at them with cameras. So they started flying at the paparazzi with cameras, screaming, how do you like it? And they're all taking pictures of each other. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so they, so it's interesting. So they t- they take it very personally, but everyone kind of, like there's like the, there's the the people who just have other respect for the show and like stick up for the cast and everything and try and like misdirect the um the, the bloggers. They'll tell them they're filming up near like the northern part of England when really they're in like Wales. Yeah. In this, mm-hmm. in this, so then they, I thought it was a blast to go there because it's like the most concentrated group of yeah Doctor Who fans I think I've ever seen. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So while Bob is still in the meeting, um, so what else from this episode? Like, what was... I mean, that was pretty much the episode. The well, episode you was... have to appreciate... <laughs> so there's alternate universe Mickey. Yes. But the best part is, 
His name is Ricky. Ricky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which kind of just goes back to the first, re- you know, um, number with the ninth doctor ninth calling doctor. him Ricky. D- <laughs> I mean, you just gotta. I had a friend the other day at work. Uh, my friend Marilyn at work the other day came up to me and said, "All right, I watched a Doctor Who." Really? Now, Marilyn is, um, you know, mid-50s, likes the very popular shows on TV, usually, like, ones that have violence and are very, you know, dark and very, you know, moody and, and, and mm-hmm. the stuff that tries to be gripping. And the the first episode of Doctor Who Rose was my least favorite episode, I think, of the well, series. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. So I'm always like, oh, they're not going to like it. She loved it. Really? I'm like, really? You didn't think it was a little odd that she couldn't tell Mickey was a mannequin for 20 minutes? She's like, no, I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, well, it is kind of funny. You're just like, wow, was Rose really that dumb? Well, there's that, but yeah. That or she just really likes her french fries. Cause, there's that. Isn't she eating chips during that scene? She was eating chips because yeah. they were better. Yeah. It was better. Call me better. Bob, how was the meeting? How are you doing? It, there was no meeting, was but I'm sorry. I've been having some serious issues with my right eye. The, oh, are you uh, right? Yeah, I think so. My uh, my contact has oh. been... Oh, it's like, God. basically the eyes are on fire. I finally gave in and took my contact out and put some, uh, put some, some eye drops in. in so, uh, so I'm in, in considerably less pain. That's probably why I've been kind of quiet the entire time because I've just been sitting here. <laughs> you sitting there trying to, must pain. not cry, must not cry, must uh, not cry. sitting here in pain? Don't be in pain for us, Bob. Well, I'm in pain still, so that's besides the point. Not that I did it for you, that's why I left. I didn't do it for you because I left. Not <laughs> the contact. If I did it for you, I'd still be here in pain. You'd still be here in pain? It's like yeah. Jen and the scorpion all over again. Well, I think that's a little bit bigger than, you know, my eye just being, you know, just, d- yeah, don't put tobacco and ammonia in your eye. That's not a good yeah. thing. No, I don't think I'd ever do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, it's trying my to total lack of sleep yeah. lately. So she's like, I get the cigarettes. One of the other, going back to the episode, one of the other fun parts I remember from watching it is, um, it's the you see, um, in terms of the actors, you see uh, the actor who played Barty Crouch Senior getting to mm-hmm. play again with David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now dead. Um, well, again with David Tennant, they were in the same movie, but I don't think they had any scenes together. Because David Tennant was actually the very right, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Roger Lloyd Pack. Yes, he was in that episode, and he had at that point, I believe, already he played. Um, he'd he already was... played Barty Crouch Senior. Yeah, he was the guy in the blimp. Yeah, he's the one that creates really? basically the Cybermen. He's the creator. He's the one behind the whole thing. I know oh, that yeah, that guy. And so, one of the tidbits that I learned about him was that he broke his ankle. Right before they did that. Oh, that's show. why he was in the wheelchair? Well, it turned out well, that it was very lucky because he was supposed to be in the wheelchair anyhow. He plays a cripple. Right. Right. And right. he, it, it had already been written that he would be in the wheelchair, but it so just worked out because. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. He's a cripple and he's going, his body is failing. Right, and but that's he, why he did this. Right, he oh, wants to okay. make it so that your brain continues. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say his character would have just had like a limp before, but they had to stick him in the. And I remember because, when no. we watched it the first time, thinking that I really liked seeing him in this because I really didn't like him as Barty Crouch Senior. I just <laughs> never liked how he played the role. He played he's, it so bizarrely. He's such a he's such so, a like, good. It, mm-hmm. He's such a good actor, but he's so. He's so much better when he can be funny, but well, uh, I, but I did enjoy roles. him in this episode. Well, he's he's great on The Vicar of Dibley. I noticed yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, he's fantastic There's another the show. I don't even know if you can get it on, on um, DVD here. I got the... I ordered from Amazon UK back before we were fighting. I ordered um, 
What's it called? The old old guys. Old guys, and it's mm-hmm. if you've seen Keeping Up Appearances, um, he it's Richard. Richard, I order you. Yeah. If you heard the clip, it's Richard, the guy in the boat. Uh, Richard and um, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, the actor's name. Roger Lloyd Pack. Roger Pack um, played just two old guys who were roommates with each other. And Mm -hmm. he has the best line in the first episode. They they take walks during the day. Because at this point, he's probably mid-60s and and the other guy is probably early 70s. And they just take walks to prevent death. And this this beautiful, you know, voluptuous woman moves in next door and they want to, you know, really show off to her. And Roger Beck trips over like a garbage can or something like outside of the house. I think he sprains his ankle or something. And like the other guy's like, Oh, he's had a fall. He's like, don't say I had a fall. Old men had a, have falls. You don't say that. I had a sports injury. And it's the best. <laughs> line of the entire so he's a really good comedic actor, but I feel like I can't, I have difficulty getting past him as Barty Crouch doing the little thing mm-hmm. with his hand. Yeah. Like he's just so weird in Harry Potter. And I was like, what is he doing? Like he's so weird. Um, but that was before I had really seen him in other things, and I really appreciate his comedic acting ability, because he is a really funny, funny guy. But yeah, he died, um, was it last year? Never, he had cancer. Yeah. He had yeah. pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer, yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, he, oh, he actually died in January, so it was this year. Um, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I don't think it was very long ago. It wasn't very long very ago. Long ago. Um, but it was nice to see them again in that episode. That was really good. Was he actually in the uh, Vicar Dibley thing they just made? I don't know if he was actually in it. Uh, not sure. What just, Vicar Dibley thing they, they just They did um, a comic relief. Um, it was based, it had um, Brody from Homeland in it. It was based around... Um, well, when did they make that? Had he died? Look it up if you can. It was, um, the plot was they recently had a vote in the Church of England to allow oh, that female one. bishops. Okay. I have seen that one. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, it there's no, a character... No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, there's a character on there yeah. who he, he stutters the word no all the time when he needs to say yes. So he, no, 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 yes. And the joke is, is that he gets to go to this referendum and he gets to cast the town's votes. And they're like, you've got seven or eight votes or whatever. How does the town of Dibley vote on female bishops? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. Meaning well, they all vote yes. Well, he's only supposed to have one vote, but they give him they all. They give him all the votes for reasons passing understanding. So they, he votes seven times no instead of eight times yes. And they're like, ooh, this is going to be close. And they miss it by like four votes or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was the deciding vote because of, of his stutter. But I don't remember if actually he had been in that one because I would imagine he was ill. Yeah. yeah. Pancreatic yeah. cancer is going to be the scariest thing because you have no idea you have it until it's practically mm-hmm. too late. Well, that's what um, Elizabeth Sladen passed away right. from. Yeah. Um, and Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Jobs kind of early, though. He had a different type. Mm. And he didn't get treated until much later. But, um, yeah, so she had, and she was working, I think, until a week before she died. She was still filming episodes of Sarah Jane. Um, I think he actually was in that one. Was he in that? Yep. But that was probably so. That was probably some of the last stuff he did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and one of the questions that they asked was, "What role did David Tennant play in Harry Potter?" So that was that was the only one I knew the answer to. Yeah, I didn't like him in Harry Potter either. Well, you hated that movie. So come to think of it, I didn't like either of them in Harry Potter, but I love them in everything else. They did. So everyone in this Doctor Who episode you thought was crap in Harry. But Potter. then again, yeah, I didn't like Goblet of Fire as a film. And no, it was poorly directed, and I just wasn't good. You're but, not a fan. Um. The only good part was McGonagall dancing. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me, Smith is awesome. That was fantastic. Indeed. Now, I want to just talk for a second about... Three times, yes. Bob had an idea. 
Mm-hmm. That he brought up okay. on the um, chat line because you know usually during the week we we meet a few days before the podcast and we try and decide whether we feel like talking about this week and we right. kind of hammer something out. And Danielle gets very excited a couple of days out if it's something that she desperately wants to talk about and, and we plan it for a couple of days. And sometimes we're like, oh, well, we just talk about this tonight. And we have a more of a low key affair. Well, Bob brought up a point which I thought was fantastic mm-hmm. about how mm-hmm. we can kind of plan this going forward, right? And I think unless his eye is on fire, Bob should share his idea with. with uh, yeah, sure. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that the pod. Okay, I'll, I came up with this really amazing idea while I was uh, uh, stalking the cereal aisle. <laughs> as and you I do. Look, and I was looking at Lucky Charms, mm. and as much as I love giving Ryan shit that the cons, the, the the format of Potterfic Weekly is a horrible concept and would never work, it really does work, and there's a reason why. Potterfic Weekly is like Lucky Charms. See, all the fun tidbits are like the marshmallows. It's like stories like Were you staring at a box of Lucky Charms and you could hear these voices in your head and you just got yeah. this like groaning? He's like, oh, yeah. Okay. So basically, so like the Ryan Battle on Five monologues, Ryan and Jen walking yourself out of car. Those are the marshmallows of the Potterfic Weekly story of, of the of the of the production, and then the, and then all of the the sweetened oat bits, if you will, are the discussion about uh, the Harry the Harry Potter fan fiction. Now you think to yourself, especially when you're a child, man, wouldn't it be awesome if I could just get a box of Lucky Charms that was only the marshmallows? Oh my God, yes. But in reality, that is what Point of View Weekly is. Point of View Weekly is the box of Lucky Charms that is only the marshmallows. And so when you and then you think it's gonna be great when you get it, but you actually did you know you can order online boxes of Lucky Charms with only the marshmallows? Mm. It's possible. Anyway, it's freaking disgusting. Then Every you so- realize they're hard, crunchy marshmallows. What yes. I'm hearing so <laughs> far is that the podcast is disgusting, and Bob needs more brand in his. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, because I'm trying to fill time with the 20 minutes we have left to go, and oh, not we got plenty of stuff to talk about. No, I know there's stuff because I actually want to talk about E3 and the new games that I'm actually going to probably end up buying a Wii U. But that's besides the point. Um, is that we mainly talk about four different things. One, we talk about movies. Mm-hmm. We talk about mm-hmm. television. I know Jen wants to talk about books, and we do the ors slash we like having game nights. Right. Four major suck. Uh, four major sections of content. There are four weeks in a month. Mm. Wouldn't it be a good idea to take, have like a night where basically we, we have a 90 minute show. Okay. The first 45 minutes, Daniel said it best in, in, in our chat that it's a great time for us as friends to come together, catch up, you know, just shoot the shit and have fun as friends. Mm-hmm. But that could be like the first 45 minutes. And I know I don't like putting numbers to it because this is when Ryan starts, you know, his heart starts beating and I it have does start it does sweating bob, and he gets bob, itchy. You have to see it. He gets physically uncomfortable. It's I, pretty funny. I have to say the fact that Bob <laughs> has waited 63 episodes to bring this point up is a credit to Bob. And the thing is, like, the more we do this, the more I'm a big fan of structure. Yes. I, I mean, it's just, <laughs> no. I, like, my whole work day is very structured, no, and I fairness. like that. Like, it, it just works. No, in fairness, in, that's, I, I don't even think we're talking about the same thing. I mean, Perfect Weekly, we did some of the episodes, but every week we said, okay, here's tonight's topic. We may go off the rails 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. In, oh, yeah. Because something comes up, and at that point we do it. But I, we always knew what we were going to kind of talk about before we got there. I mean, that that's not no, really that's structured. True. That's right. just, right. You know. And to be honest with you... Like if this, if point of view, if I was, if I were to suggest running this like spellcast, there would be no 
off topic. It'd just be edited out. Yes. But this is this is this is where the compromise comes in that we so we so love to talk about. Is it basically and then the second the roughly it doesn't have to be, you know, that forty five minutes. I mean just like the first half of the show, we talk about whatever we want to talk about and have fun, catch up. Second half of the show, we have an established thing to talk about mm-hmm. that you as the listeners who are listening can, you know, if we decide we're gonna watch uh Star Wars Episode 7. And you know in two weeks we're going to be talking about Star Wars Episode 7. You guys can prepare for it. We can right. prepare for it. Right. We can have a fun, interesting conversation about it. Yes. Right. So right. You that's, that's what Yeah, and Danielle pointed out – I'm sorry if Bob just mentioned this. No, go for it. Go Danielle for it. pointed out that, you know, wouldn't it be fun if we did a book club because she really had a good well, time. Well, no, I meant but, but I yeah, that it was fun that we had all read the same book. But it would right. be something that would have to be – decided on with plenty of time for people to read the book right. you know right. you know it can't be like on monday hey everyone read this 300 page book by thursday like because we might not all have time right. exactly. you know so as long as it was something where we agreed upon it we could all get the book and you know we had plenty of time i just think it would be right it'd just be fun to have like something to discuss beyond tv and movies yeah and you can always decide when you get there you know if we get here ready to discuss something and then jen shows up and she's drunk and her <laughs> and her pants are missing and she needs to talk about you know the, the crazy thing she did that day you can always interrupt what you're going to okay, do okay can because... i just say poor jen if she listens to this episode yeah she's well, listened to episode. but here's the thing <laughs> no, she true. never will I know. She never and listened. neither will captain buchanan he will never listen to this either monty buchanan <laughs> although poor monty he's monty getting better would, because i always joke like you know monty is like hiding in the ceiling tiles just watching mm-hmm. so you never know but monty might be there but yeah, no, that's why, that's why I said I love Danielle's idea. I'm not a huge reader, but if it means, like, if I have a month to read a book and we're not talking, like, you know, right. Order of the Phoenix here. Oh, yeah. You know, no, we still, can even still. Well, we're doing Mo- Moby Dick first. What? Isn't that, are. like, you know, six million pages? I'm huh? just being. I think I'm going to be, I think we sick that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's like, whatever day that is, I'm busy. Not to mention, as a side point to my hosts, it's, you know, a lot easier to get guest hosts this way, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. if they know what we're talking about, they might right. can prepare, too. Um, so it's just, it's, it's a great way. I think it, it helps create community, I mean, establish more of a community because we can, you know, say in a month from now, we're going to be reading right. Twilight. And we can all, like, you know, hate ourselves. And we can even do, like, little side pro Like, this is just popping up in my mind, too, because mm-hmm. when... Sue mentioned Moby Dick. I was thinking while I'm traveling to Oregon, you know, in the event that we're having trouble getting through a book, I can sit there and we can have, you know, story time. Uh-huh. And then for whatever reason, I was picturing Top Gear when they were having story time with Hammond. About, <laughs> they're in the middle of the woods about all the bugs that will come and kill them. They were having right. story time to scare them. Then I'm thinking, wouldn't it be funny if we actually exposed Pufuanians to that particular episode of Top Gear? Right. And I'm thinking, we don't have to talk about but we could even do a thing where we're like, hey, you know what? We're recommending people read this book. It's really good. We'll talk about it for five or ten minutes. Not right. like do a huge episode on it, but, you know, it's something that the group might get into so we could do like mm-hmm. recommendations do stuff like that so I, I think it's a great idea with all due respect do you never know this us as hosts and you specifically as a monologuer could ever talk about a book that you have read for 10 minutes <laughs> we could, we could, i'm we just saying i mean that's why i'm a fan of using oh, a book you can't because well no a book you spend a day of your life reading a tv show you watch in an hour Right. Oh, yeah, I know that I get. Yeah, television. Yeah. Like, that's why you'd probably, if we were to do, have, like, quote-unquote, television week, we'd say, watch the first six or five episodes. Right, this right, episode. right. Because exactly. you have a month to do it. So Exactly. Like, that's what we should do is so that, like, 
you know, a lot of times we'll, we've come on the show and it's like, oh, I've seen all of season one of this. And someone else is like, well, I've only seen the first two episodes. So, I mean, yeah, if we all get on the same page and we know we're going to discuss, let's say, the first half of a season or something, like, it'll be, mm-hmm. you know, it'll right. be good to be prepared. Um, I like that idea. The structure. <laughs> well, this Bob desperately needs structure. Yeah, this is Bob, the thing we're hammering out a compromise. Growing, no, but I think it's a good. Bigger, I don't know. So I think yeah. it's a good idea. You should idea. see the smile on my face well, right no, now. No, I've always been for this. Like I'm fine with structure. Yeah. It's just you don't want to plan it to the point where you remove. No, all we're not right. saying like no, remo- not we're in no way like removing spontaneity of of the discussion itself, but I think, like, having the definite thing to talk about is right. just much better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Ryan, we could not schedule it without spontaneity. You wouldn't let I will, us. I, I, I really Ryan want the original it. recording of the episode of Spellcast that Jen and I did. I want that original recording. <laughs> it's up there somewhere. I, I Somewhere. I don't know where. I love Jen's comment to me privately. I feel like I'm in church wearing jeans. <laughs> I wear a jeans to church every Well, and I think the fact that, like, especially when there's, let's say, four of us, there's not that much talking over one another. There's not, it does, it, it's easy to have a conversation because everyone pretty much gets to say what they need to say. I think when you start getting too many people, it gets to be a problem, but. Yeah, Yeah, that, that, that's, that's why I'm not a huge fan of eight, nine, ten people podcast not that any other podcast that i know of would ever do that i know it's funny because um one time ryan had asked me if i wanted to be on it must have been a potterfic weekly episode but there were so many people on it and he was recording it but i was at we weren't living together yet so it was a long time ago and um but he could see like my sound no it was and you're no. like you're not talking at all like your sound it was but it's not giving. moving at it all i'm like i can't get a word in edgewise there's too many people no, that on wasn't it. it was smuts <laughs> giving and you were uncomfortable yeah, but there were like seven people on the call and it was just it was, it was julia so and ray many, it was so, so many people and she and she oh she but what, if you get, she counts like three people just saying i mean she's cheap and they're very passionate they're not going to stop talking except the this the thing I always say is you can never nail it down and say you can never have this many people or that few people because the best episode I think you've ever done was Jen and the Bear, special yeah. edition four, and I think there were like seven people on that call, six or seven. No, there wasn't. Well, it was my, it I was, was there myself. for that episode. It was myself. It was Richard. It, it was um, Tina was so, there. Yeah, Jen Ryan, was there. Richard, no, you're Bob, right. Bob was Jed, Tina, and Melinda. Melinda was there. Yeah, there was a lot of people. And there's also... Yeah, there was at least six. Yeah, there was a lot of people on that call, and I think it was the best one we ever did. Because you'll all, it depends. If you have some people who are quiet, and you have some people who are loud, they kind of offset. And Well, I'm just saying from a personal preference, I kind of love like the dynamic mm-hmm. we have here, because I feel like we all get our say for the most part. Right. Yeah, I mean, even... I mean, there, we still have dynamics. Like, for example, like, you know... There is a proportion amount. There sometimes can be a disproportionate amount of people speaking. Like Sue doesn't talk as much. Let's be honest. I mean, but when she does speak, it's 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 awesome sauce. So it's good. I don't speak as much as the two of you guys. And then there's you guys. Yeah. So and then when Jen's here, she kind of fits in between myself and then you guys, and it's all good. I mean, it's not that it matters. I mean, we like I said, it's 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 as Daniel said, we all get to say what we want to say, and it's that's why I personally prefer. I've always preferred four to five. Yeah, I think that's kind of a nice area to so be in. So why don't we try and break that particular idea and say, okay, like, for example, what do we want to do next week? 
Um, <laughs> well, it's probably too soon for a book. Well, we can't so do a book. We should pick a book soon, though, and then aim for, yeah. you know. Yeah, I um, asked Mooney about, because I know she's she's the one that's always on Goodreads, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. We have to just break in here with a Danielle fail. <laughs> We've got the we've got the oh. giant phallic microphone. Danielle, just put the cat food. Oh, it's actually been there next the to the microphone, and the cat just came over to eat. Is eating her so very sorry. loud kibble. Uh, we can't hear it. I don't hear it. But it's. I feel like if I move the bowl, she's gonna do her thing where she won't eat for an hour, and then it's just. Yeah, I'm so. just gonna let her. You eat can't hear that too. My mom's like, oh my god, it's so loud. I'm, just saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying you really can't hear that. No. I think it mine's monologuing. So. I'll just monologue over. Well, it's all right. on the podcast. Uh, so, Race have just suggested we do a kid's book, and I have a great recommendation if we want to do okay. a kid's book. It's Peter and the Star Catchers. Okay. Oh, I've uh, never read that. It's, uh, if you get the audio book, it's, it's read by Jim Dale. Oh, Jim Which Dale. is really yeah. funky because he uses the same voices he uses for Harry Potter, so you get a little confused. Yeah. And it's basically the story of Peter Pan but how it really happened. Isn't and it's series? really kind of fun. Is, is it a series of books or is it just one book? Yes, there is a series of books. I've only ever read the first one. And it's um, written by a columnist. So if I'm I can on... tell you that David, David, if I could tell you his name, you would know who it is. So hang on a minute. Let me get it. Pull it up. Okay. So I just added it to my wish list on my Kindle. So it's Peter and the Star Catchers. I mean, Robert also Pearson, the great thing David about Barry. kids' books, they're easy to David read. Barry. They're fast reads. Well, that was why you loved um, Paul Tyler Star so much. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's like we were just talking about it the other day that a lot of times a, um, young adult fiction gets a bad rap. Yeah. Right. But there's a, the Hunger Games is considered young adult fiction. I mean, it's. <laughs> Well written and it's fun to read. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with you know with reading that every now and then. Like I don't know, we breeze through. The, I read The Fault in Our Stars in a day and a half, and I'm not a fast reader. Yeah, yeah. That you was, know, that was, I'm by that, no means a fast reader. That was, um, someone just posted an article or like a, a blog that gets a lot of hits about how leave young adult novels for young adults and all the comments. Right? Were like, yeah, that's what we were, we're, that's like, what we're talking you. about. Right? Yeah, and it's like. So does that mean like we shouldn't have read Harry Potter? I mean, come yeah. on. There's no, there's no way that by books four, five, six, and seven that was for kids anymore. It's not. No, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was fully an adult when yeah. I read those books. I mean, I was probably in my thirties. I was at least in my late twenties. Yeah. Right. When I started them. So yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of great young adult books that I'd really like to read. There's an, Ooh, okay. I have another recommendation. I'll have to track down Calvin and find out what this one's called, but there's another one that's pretty good that we could probably do. And I think it's a fairly fast read. I think it'd be good to have some that aren't too long to start with. Definitely. So maybe we can throw in some, um, I'll throw in like some suggestions into, um, our Facebook chat and we'll just come up with one. Like I would love to discuss ready player one. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was going to, yeah. I think you would all like Bob. I I don't know if you've read that, but I think you would love it. Bob would love it. Bob would love it. It's, It's one of the best books I've read this year. I've just actually read, um, a couple of books. Um, which I would recommend um, specifically for Sue, but they'd also be good in the podcast. Um, I just read after um, A Fault in Our Stars, I read A Dog's Purpose by uh, W. Bruce Cameron. And I have read that one. You've read that one. Did you read the sequel to it? 
I don't think so. I got it for Christmas several years ago. Yeah, I'm reading the sequel to it now. Um, the the well, there's a book in the middle there. I read um, what was the one I read? I read The Art of Racing in the Rain. But, oh, that's the one I read. Oh, that's the one you read. This one's a little bit different. The Art of Racing in the Rain is from the perspective of a dog named Enzo, and right. from his basically his birth. Um, through the end of his life and the the companion, the the family he's with, the man he's with. I thought it was good when I read it. I remember I commented on Goodreads. I thought it was a little too soapish by the end. Um, and then I saw people who read this really like this book, and I read it, and I thought, I'll give it a shot. It was a very Just similar say plot. That one. What's the title of that one again? A Dog's Purpose by... I've read that one, too. It'll be Bruce Cameron. And the, Is that the one where he's with three different people? Yeah, the plot of it very briefly is it's about yeah. it's about a dog in his in his lives and when his lives end he comes back as another dog and how all of his uh, different lives and journeys and what he goes through because he remembers everything how mm-hmm. they prepare him for what's to come next mm-hmm. and and basically the story of this dog's life and how he impacts the world around him and I thought it was much more interesting than than Art of Racing the Rain, that one was very good. The, the, the characters were really good, but but this one just had a much grander scope. So I would definitely recommend that one if we were to do something. It was mm-hmm. a really nice read, and it was fast. Mm-hmm. I think I read it in like two yeah. days. It's yeah, nice it's read. a pretty fast one. I just bought myself a new dog book. It's on my Kindle, though, so I don't know what it's called because I'm not in that. I'm not in that part of the house. Yeah. The author has a couple more too. He has, um, now I'm reading a dog's journey, which is a sequel to a dog's purpose, but then he has, um, the dogs of Christmas, which I have the sample of. And then he has another book, um, which I can't remember the plot of, but I just, I had thrown it on here. Um, called Emery's Gift. So he he's a really good writer. He, all of his books so far seem to be animal focused, which mm-hmm. I think is mm-hmm. it's different enough. That yeah, that's fun. And if we want to do um, kind of crazy, we could do Dean Tom, uh, Dean Koontz and either do Odd Thomas or one of his dog books because I love that Dean Koontz puts dogs in a lot of his books. Yeah, I think um, it's hysterical because I've never had a dog, but I'm very into dog books. <laughs> You're getting prepared for Bonnie. This is true. Looking forward to meeting Bonnie. Um, yeah. Since we're in episode planning mode at the moment, um, do we want to plan an anime, an anime episode number two? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Anime. Okay. And that's another thing that they do on that um, movie thing. They do anime. I haven't seen any of it yet, but mm-hmm. that was advertised. So you yeah, could let's... go to the movies and see the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just wondering, I haven't actually seen this, but, Mm -hmm. uh, for something to watch, Mm -hmm. I know that Jules is a big fan and a lot of other people, but what about Lizzie Bennett? Has, have any of you seen that? Mm -mm. Like the The YouTube series? Yeah. The Lizzie Bennett Diaries? The Lizzie Bennett Diaries? Nope. Okay. Um, Wait, like Elizabeth Bennett? Basically, it's basically Pride and Prejudice told through video blogs. Oh, cool. And it's, I mean, Jules, like, Jules gave up her lunch hour every Tuesday. Don't talk to me. I'm on my <laughs> lunch. It's on. Yeah. Kind of a thing. She was enthralled with it. Okay. So, and usually if Jules likes something, I like it's something. It's good, so. yeah. Yeah. And web series Just, seems like a good idea. So that might be an idea as well. And maybe we, you know, we wouldn't have to do the whole thing. Maybe we could do a few episodes or I don't know. Cause I don't know how long it is. Yeah. And for um, anime too, we have Sword Art Online starting this summer. Oh, so yeah. we're definitely going to be watching that. Do we really want, 
I've kind of figured we kind of treat sort of online a little bit separate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we or we could yeah. just make it like because looking at that's going to probably be a week to week sort of deal. Yeah, kind of we... How many episodes? Is I would like to make a recommendation. Okay. No more serious Walking Dead uh, segments. How? I don't know because I was thinking about this because it's like it's only Ryan and I. Yeah. Well, but you guys should be able to discuss. We should be able to do it. Like, when it's on. We'll do a good balance. That could be in like the, the last, first half of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, first half episode. Yeah, because we're doing ninety minute mm-hmm. segments, we can do a third and a third and a third. That's fine because when it's back, that can be in like the catch up shoot shit part of the when, show. When when Rick is gonna fulfill his you know threat, <laughs> I think. That oh, I, I've been meaning to tell you this. this. is so funny. So like we have satellite radio at work. So a lot of times I hear songs that I don't hear anywhere else. Like I and I don't know who sings them, but I hear them at work, and it makes me think of things. So they keep playing this <laughs> song, and it just constantly makes me think that this is Rick Grimes. I think would be season two theme song. Okay. Is season two is the end of season two when he Report becomes God. yes or postcard? So the song. I don't know the name of it, but the chorus goes, send me a postcard. And I'm like, yes, this is Rick Grimes' song. Send me a postcard. See, you can bring that to our, our walking. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I think of like, send me a postcard. <laughs> yeah, when that show's back, I think we're going to have to talk yeah. about it. I cannot talk about it. Yeah. I can't see you not talking about it, but it could be the beginning thing. Exactly. All right, so let's play that. So we're going to pick a book. We're going to have a book time. And then we're, obviously we're going to have the, the in-person podcast because I'm going to be with Sue for at least two podcasting weeks. That's it. Um, several people, well, two people <laughs> in the chat, uh, said, ooh, Smutsgiving, we're really into Smutsgiving. We need a new Smutsgiving, to which I replied, I need to write read more Smut, but I would be open to a Puffwa After Dark of Smutsgiving. Um, Puffle After Dark for, uh, the Cards Against Humanity. And I'm, I know that we talked about doing other Puffle After the Dark things. And, and all I can think of is the intro where Ryan's saying, if you need advice, relationship advice or toys, you can talk to me. So Ryan, if you guys want to do that, you know, mm-hmm. we could, we could open that up for. <gasps> I've got a great idea. Oh, Sex boy. toys. Just oh, oh, God, I believe I use the word products, I think, not toys. I think we should have a That's new, it, products. a new and ridiculous segment called relationship advice with Ooh. Ryan and Danielle. And what they do is we listeners can send in their relationship questions because yes. we all know that everyone has relationship questions that's, that's and our relationship experts, Ryan and Danielle <laughs> will go through your questions, read them and then give their expert opinions on what you should do with your relationship. I'll try not there to use the word yes. ramp too frequently. I am totally on board. We with can that. be like, hello, listener. Hello, caller. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Who are you? We're Dr. Fraser Crane in your world. <laughs> yes. I'm on board with this. I would totally be okay with that. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like the launch of season three. It does sound like... I hate to say it, it's been about a year since we launched season two, so this could be appropriate. Yeah, we should start... We need, we need a new introduction. I was about to say. <laughs> let's make this one a little shorter, perhaps. I think four minutes yeah. is a bit much. Perhaps it's, we could aim Oh, it. and I know. How about you I'm actually put Danielle in the put one. me in it and not edit me out? I didn't edit you great. out. I didn't edit you out. Yeah, you That's did. not what happens. We, we haven't been nearly as funny this last season, so we'll, we won't have as much to put on there. I think we Aww. actually have, though. I think there's been a <laughs> we lot. Have, we have had a lot of fun. Oh, please. I think... Um, Ready Player One. I'm writing down titles that the that people are putting up in the chat, so I will have a list, hopefully. 
Yes, Keys, the original uh, Smuts Giving was only women uh, because mm-hmm. the women deemed it so. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did that was get, like, like every guy in the fans of mod and they kicked uh, us all off? Yeah. Yeah. So It started I, with lots of guys, but... They, and, they, you know, that was it could be fun. My, my favorite um, Smut, though, is Antasha. They already talked about him, so I don't know what to do with that. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this one will probably still will. I think the original, unless if the ladies of Puva are uncomfortable with Ryan and I being here, we'll probably get in on the action. If we can play cards against humanity, I think we can talk smut. I think we can too. I think we can too. Because I I still insist on my best cards against humanity. Does that mean we have to read smutty fan fiction, though? Oh, yeah. Like, what? (laughs) Danielle's now all of a sudden... Well, I just think it's funny because that was the episode that Danielle never spoke on. I'm like, your your little green thing. But I didn't know what to say. Well, yeah, the, you made me point, do it, I and I'm like, but I don't read smart. That's true, I did do that. <laughs> At one point, she's like, Danielle, you haven't said anything. What do you have to contribute? And Danielle went, I don't read smut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? You're like Admiral Starkdale. Who am I? Because at the time, we weren't, I don't think we were engaged or anything. I'm like, my Ryan made me do it. My <laughs> boyfriend made me do it. <laughs> Aww. It's okay. So the the chat is also uh, thrown out Benicula, which is a children's book, and you can read it in less than five minutes. So that one could yeah. be. I think we should have a better job of separating the smuts giving with the um, children book should we read discussion. <laughs> <laughs> now everything's overlapping. It's getting uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, it's getting uncomfortable. It's very weird in, in the chat. Yeah, this is weird. All right, so um, I think we're actually near the end of our podcast. In, but very quickly, I just want to share something. Um, from E3. E3 is the video game, uh, oh, yeah. like, industry show. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. Do you guys like Super Mario Brothers? Yes. yes. There's a new game coming. <laughs> it's called Mario Maker. Hmm. And basically what it is, is it's a Wii U game that may- lets you make your own Mario levels. Oh. So, so basically you uh, can either do an old 8-bit graphic style or, like, the new, like, updated Wii look graphics look. So, I when I, I when I saw that for some reason I was reminded you, of you guys. But uh, that's probably be... like the only video game like that you really played, right? Right? Like that you would beat. Oh yeah, my father and I used to play that all yeah. the time. Like that was like yeah, that was yeah. when I kind of left the yep. the whole gamer thing behind. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then there's gonna be a new Legend of Zelda that is open world. Uh, it's going to be freaking amazing. Um, I think that's all the other stuff that you guys are really into. So. Yeah, that's that's a pretty short report. So you're, you're getting a Wii, Bob. I think you know because I really want to get the new Wii Fit U uh, because it comes with a pedometer. Mm-hmm. So now when I weigh myself naked, I can wear a pedometer. <laughs> and, and realize, like, see, like, um, I'm like doing it. No, um, I'm joking. How would you wear a pedometer if you're not wearing anything? You got to get creative. Oh boy, tie it around your ankle. Or, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I was thinking about the year. That seemed like a nice, like, oh. fleshy to attach it to. The ear? Yeah. Why not? Right. I don't know. That bird's going crazy. That bird is getting quite loud. Well, he's a little upset because the cat's out there, but the cat's out asleep, so I don't know why he's... I even closed the door, but he's literally sitting in the tree 10 feet away from me, just being obnoxious. He must have babies close by. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to show you the birds. I really hope that we still have the fun birds when you come. It's not a finch. It's a scrub jay. Cool. Yeah, but... Ray Ray asked. 
Yeah, we should definitely finalize up content. Like, I think it'd be kind of cool to have everything figured out a month ahead of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. There's no reason why we can't do why that. Why not? Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think that we can read anything really quick, though, before next week. No. Oh, um, and you're going to, Bob, you're going to put together some anime. What did I do with my pitch? I, in theory, could put that together for next week, but depending on, you know, I don't that know. That would be how, hard to watch. I'm just saying, watch, but you're yeah. going to put away, put together an anime list. I'm just, like I said, I'm writing notes, so I'm just trying to make sure I have. Right. Wondering, wondering if we should do a movie. For next week, because it's yeah. a little bit easier. You know what to do? Because what we've been doing, too, in the last week, and I just love how we're having a podcast about playing the next podcast, so I feel like I'm needing <laughs> it work. Yeah, that's okay. Just I think, love us. Yeah, I think what we're, um, what is sometimes helpful is I've been posting, or Sue today posted in Facebook, hey, we're doing an episode tonight, and people jump in for it. Maybe have, like, a running conversation going throughout the week, saying here's what we want to kind of talk about this week so that mm-hmm. people can get involved, and it's not just... Right, right, right. So we can actually start that tonight about what we're going to do for next week and then kind of plan that as we go. If we can so are it we going to so see a movie in theaters? Are we going to break out our VHS? Uh, I would say let's maybe look through our collection. Yeah, let's look through, through connections, especially if it's something that's like available on Netflix or easily available mm-hmm. on... Yeah, Netflix would be good for me. Um, or... I did buy Goonies the other day, thinking I could play it in the computer, but that computer died, so I have to actually put together my, plug my TV set back in and stuff to watch it. But yeah. You can, um, but yeah, is there something Netflixy that anybody can think of? I think. Um, we have to decide uh, right now. Is air. Air, as we have dead air. Yeah, yeah so keep an eye on the um, on Facebook page. Rasev says we need to do Labyrinth. Well, I would totally agree with that because that was like one of my favorite favorite the second movies. Second one, I've never up. seen it. Never seen it. We can no. do Labyrinth. I'm fine doing Labyrinth. Ryan's I've never actually it. really seen it either. I fell asleep because very late. I tried to show it to him and he fell asleep. Very late. <laughs> So we'll look and see. Andy checked his email in the middle of Star Wars. I'm just saying. It was our first date. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, and you should have been trying <laughs> extra hard. What? You said yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, he checked his email. I heard I about that. I don't remember doing it, but apparently I did it. And that was like back before you had smartphones. So I th- That's back when no, he was. It's, it's really looking back on it, amazing that we're sitting here right now because you just can't believe you did that. <laughs> I can't believe you married him. Oh. <laughs> On that note, Bob, do your <laughs> on that note, it's time to end our show. For all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly family of podcast studios somewhere in Man- uh, North, Dakota. North Dakota, I will never remember that. I don't really care that much. But anyway, from all of us here at the Poova Studios, I have been your host, Bob. I, I have been Ryan, also a host. I'm Danielle. Bob sounded so thrilled when he yeah. said that. And I'm Sue. And we will catch you guys sometime next week. Be sure to check the Facebook, Twitters, uh, various social media accounts that we use. I don't know which ones we do. And uh, we'll let you know when we're going to be recording. And we'll probably Facebook be doing some kind sure. of movie. Check, check earlier, earlier, sooner than later so you can know the movie. Watch oh, up on the movie. Netflix so is not, or Labyrinth is not on Netflix right now. Uh-oh. Oh, you decide on that, that Labyrinth? No, but we're, we're talking well, we about were it. talking about it, and several okay. people were excited about it. But well, we can also check on first. like eBay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually, you can get good movies for a buck. We're just going to go ahead and say it. There's ways to find it. We'll be watching Labyrinth next week. Be sure to make sure you watch that movie before joining in our discussion. Yes. All right, okay. we'll okay. hear that next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm holding Herbie right now. He he came over onto the table. 
but my mm-hmm. headphone wire is caught underneath him, so I can't move my head. <laughs> okay. If I do, it's the earphones hot. are going to pop right out. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of hunched. He's dozing. And he looks so cute. He's so comfy. He's got tired.